Well, hey, what's going on, friends? Welcome back to another episode of the C1 This Podcast. I hope you had a fantastic Easter. Um, hopefully, you were able to get to church someplace. Hopefully, uh, you brought somebody along with you. And hopefully, you had an amazing time hanging out with friends and family afterwards. Um, hey, wanted to come at you with this episode with just a simple thing. Um, uh, lately, I've got like Psalm 23 just kind of been rolling around in my head. And um, and with that came really something that I was thinking about. Um, a few years ago, I did, when I was a young adult pastor, I did a series there talking about the seven I am statements that we find in um, John's gospel. And uh, I was kind of putting, as I was been thinking about Psalm 23, it took me back to John uh, chapter 10, where Jesus says that he is the good shepherd, right? So you got Psalm 23 that says, uh, even though I walk through the belly of shadow of death, I will not fear. And it talks about being a shepherd, uh, having a shepherd and sheep leading us to um, still water, all that kind of stuff. And um, in John chapter 10, Jesus is talking about how he is the good shepherd. And one of the things that stood out to me there that I wanted to talk about was right from the get-go in John chapter 10, verse 1, Jesus speaking, he says, to tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. Uh, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. So as I've been thinking about Psalm 23, how the Lord is our shepherd, I've been thinking about here, John chapter uh, 10. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about is when Melissa and I were dating and um, even passing into the time that we got married, one of the, our favorite things to do back in the day was we, we would go to like Buffalo Wild, Wild Wings and we would go watch some UFC fights. Um, Melissa even had the opportunity to work with the UFC per se, um, in a previous job. And one of the things that's always been amazing to me is every time that we watch a UFC fight, um, just how loud and crazy that environment is. Um, you got all the fans who are screaming, you got people who've been drinking, all that kind of stuff. It's just a, a wild, loud, crazy environment. If it's not peaceful, it's not still, it's not calm at all. Right. Um, but Melissa and I also would watch the series called The Ultimate Fighter where it's all these fighters who are gathering together. They're being coached. They're being trained with the hopes that they win this season of The Ultimate Fighter. They earn a contract to be a UFC fighter. Um, and eventually, hopefully, that would lead to them one day becoming a champion, which they have seen from time to time. A UFC, an Ultimate Fighter uh season champion ends up turning out to actually be a real competitor and champion and wins uh, a championship fight in the UFC. But when you watch um, the ultimate fighter versus a pay-per-view event of a UFC fight, the one thing that will probably seem um, like a noticeable difference is the loud, crazy environment within a pay-per-view event at the T-Mobile arena in Las Vegas, Nevada versus the apex center where these ultimate fighters are showing up, showing up to in order to be a part of the season to compete. Um, they're vastly different because this is wild and crazy. And this is absolutely quiet because the only people who are in the environment are those who are competing in the series. Um, which means when 
the coaches are coaching, which they're there to do, we can hear them sitting from our seat, from, from our couch. We can hear what the coaches are yelling out to um, their, their fighter, to their uh, uh, student. So if they're saying, hey, kick here, punch there, dodge, block, get on the ground, whatever it is, we can hear what those instructions are. And it's absolutely amazing. What I know is if you go into a live pay-per-view event, you can't hear that because of the absolute crazy noise that is taking place in that environment. But what's always amazing to me is um, how the fighter, when they're in the ring, they have this ability to just completely tune out the noise. Um, again, in the T-Mobile arena or wherever they're fighting, that they're able to tune out the noise and they can hone in on the voice that they are familiar with, which is that of their coaches. Um, because also in that environment, not only do you have the screaming fans, but you also have your opponent's fighter uh, are the opponents coaches across the ring who are also shouting out their instructions to their fighter in order for them to win the fight. And I think that's, what's absolutely amazing. Taking those two pictures, um, that are the UFC of a loud, crazy environment, a quiet one. And, and even what we find in Psalm 23 and John 10, because Jesus is saying him as the good shepherd in verse three, it says the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice. They recognize his voice and they come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And after he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. So here's my question for you today as you get ready to head off into this week. Are you spending enough time with God that you would recognize his voice? And I mean, in the midst of all the craziness, because we have an enemy who is going to shout loud in your ear. We have a culture that's going to shout loud in your ear. It's going to be deafening. It's going to be crushing. And in the midst of all that, do you know God well enough that you can pick out his voice in the loudness and allow him to lead you to calmness? Because that's what he's there for. That's what he wants to do. He wants to take you out of the craziness and lead you beside still waters. But the only way that that happens is that is when we have come to know his voice so well that when everybody else and everything else is screaming at the top of the lungs right into our eardrums, we can still pick out the Lord's voice and go, I know that one. That one's safe. That one's true. That one's reliable. That one is loving. That's the one that I want to chase after. So do you know his voice? And are you spending enough time with him? Because you're in a fight. You are. You're in a fight. As believers, we do not belong in this world. We are in it, but we do not belong in it. We do not belong to it. So you're in a fight. Um, scripture talks about how we're even a fight in a fight within ourselves between our flesh and our spirit. So you're in a fight. So do you know your coach's voice? Do you know the Lord's voice well enough that when the instructions are being given on how to win the battle that is before you, you acknowledge that voice and you say, that's the one that I'm going to follow. And the reality is that the only way that that is uh, ever going to happen is that we spend enough time with him in order to recognize that voice. So my encouragement for you this week in a short episode like this is simply figure out what that means for you in order to set aside that time in order for you to become so well 
um, in tune and accustomed to the Lord's voice in your life that when everything else is pushing against you and battling up against you, you can hear God's voice speaking to you in order to lead you out of the craziness and into the calmness and leading you to um, a path to victory when hurdles come your way. Uh, So be listening for God's voice, figure out what that means for you. And I just encourage you, uh, listen, just listen and become so well in tune with God that you can pick out his voice amongst everything else that is screaming to you so loudly. So um, I hope you have a great week. Uh, after this short episode. Um, again, if you want to reach out to me at all, if you've got my number, you've got, uh, we're friends on social media, you can reach out to me there. Um, you can also reach out to me uh, at the stew on this podcast at gmail.com. Love to be able to have a conversation with you. Um, and maybe even give you some tips and tricks as to what I do um, in order to be able to hear God's voice in amongst the craziness um, that even pushes up against my life. But um, I hope you have a fantastic week. Please remember to share, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That way um, it can get out to more people um, and be a blessing to them because that's really all that I'm doing this for is in order to just plant little seeds of hope um, anytime that I can through this podcast. So uh, have a great week. Be blessed and I will see you next week for another episode of The Stew on this podcast.